Today I've titled the message, You Can Make It. You can make it. In 1936, at the Summer Olympics in Berlin, Louis Zamperini was was one of the racers in the 5,000-meter race. And Louis actually finished in eighth place. And he also, in this race, Louis, he set the record for the fastest final lap in history for the 5,000-meter race. But long before the Olympics in Berlin, Louis wanted to quit, and his brother spoke these encouraging words to his heart. Louis, if you can take it, you can make it. And Louis, he was encouraged by these words as he experienced many trials throughout his life. He just lived with a don't quit attitude. I mean, Louis just would not quit. And for the rest of his life, no matter the challenges he faced in life, his brother's words carried him through. If you can take it, you can make it. And today, some of you, you need to begin to live by the words of Louis' brother. Because some of you find yourself in a trial and you're ready to quit. Some of you are facing adversity in life, and you know what you're thinking? You're thinking about throwing in the towel and giving up. Some of you are going through one of the most challenging seasons you've ever been through in your life. You're looking around at your life, and you're thinking, this is so challenging, it's so difficult, and you're just thinking about, I'm going to give up. I'm going to quit. I'm going to throw in the towel. And I want to remind you of these words. If you can take it, you can make it. Don't you dare quit. Listen, winners are not people who never fail. They're people who never quit. Don't you quit. Quitters never win. And listen, winners never quit. Don't you quit. You can make it. Listen to me. I'm talking to you right now. You're a winner. I said, you're a winner. You're a little quiet in this church today. Turn to somebody and tell them you're a winner. Come on, would you help me out today? Yeah, that's right. You need to know you're a winner today. Don't you quit. You are a winner. Don't you give up. You can make it. Our theme verse for today is Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 9. Let these words speak to your heart today as I unpack them. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest. We will receive an award, a reward if we do not give up. The Bible tells us, do not give up. Why? Because there's a reward on the other side of adversity. Hear me today. You're already in pain. You're already hurt. You might as well get a reward for it. So don't you quit. With God, you can take it and you can make it. What I want to do today is I want to give you three keys on how to make it through a storm. Three keys on making it through a trial. Three keys on making it through adversity. Here's what I know. You know the old saying, it really is true. Today, either you're in a trial, or you just got out of a trial, or you're getting ready to go into a trial. So what I'm saying is this message is relevant for you today. How do you make it through a trial? Three keys to making it through a trial. Number one is this, don't quit on yourself. Don't quit 
on yourself. In 1943, Louis and some of the crew went on a search and rescue mission. Their plane crashed, and Louis, Mac, and Phil were stranded in the middle of the sea on two life rafts. And they were on these life rafts, and they, they, they were there, and, and they were surviving by eating rations and, and some birds and, and, and trying to catch a fish or two and eat. And they, they were living by drinking rainwater. And after 33 days, Mac died. Louis and his buddy are still in the rafts and trying to make it for 47 days. They survived on a life raft in the sea. And I can only try to imagine being Louis, putting myself in his shoes. I think a lot of people would have given up on themselves. I mean, it would have been easier on some of those days when you're hungry and your body is weak, you know, just to jump in the water and just drown. I'm just going to give up so I can get out of this pain. Or when you see the sharks swimming around, it's got to be better. I'll just get eaten alive by those sharks because and, and I, I don't know if I'm going to ever get out of this sea. I don't know how it's going to ever turn out for my good. But, but, but Louis never quit on himself. The words of his brother just kept coming to mind. Louis, if you can take it, you can make it. Don't quit on yourself. And I want to say something to someone today because you're in the middle of adversity and I'm telling you don't quit on yourself. Some people don't experience the blessing on the other side of a trial because they quit on themselves, because they give up. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9 says, don't grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if, come on, all of our locations, everybody say if, that's key, that's, that's the key word, that, that's the key word, if what? If we do not give up, do not give up on yourself, and one of the biggest ways people give up on themselves when they encounter a trial, when they're going through a problem, when they're facing adversity, people start making poor choices. They just give up on themselves. They start making bad choices. They start making foolish choices. And here's what the Scripture says in Galatians 6 and verse 9. It says, don't grow weary in doing good. Doing good. Don't let adversity stop you from making good decisions. Don't let adversity stop you from, from making the right choices in life. So many people, when they go through a trial in life, they start making poor decisions. They give up on themselves through poor choices. It reminds me of the life of Joseph. If you're not familiar with Joseph in the Bible, he's one of my favorite Bible characters. In Genesis chapter 37, it talks about how Joseph had a dream from God. And his brothers hated him because of the dream. And the Bible says that not only did they hate him, but they threw him in a pit because they wanted to kill him. But Joseph just continues to respond in the right way. He keeps doing the right thing. They, they sold his brother, the, Joseph, into slavery. And Joseph ends up in a foreign land in a man's house named Potiphar. And it's interesting, as you study the life of Joseph, you never see Joseph talk bad about his brothers. You never see Joseph with a bad spirit, a bad attitude. Joseph just kept doing the right thing. He got in Potiphar's house. He served Potiphar. He worked really hard. He, he took care of the house. And he did such a good job by just doing the right thing, not quitting, that Potiphar decided, I'm going to put you 
over the entire house. You're going to be second in charge. You'll answer to no one but me. I mean, I mean, Joseph just continued to do the right thing. He's doing well in Potiphar's house. He's getting promotions because he's doing the right thing in a foreign land. And then one day Potiphar's wife falsely accused Joseph of rape. And Joseph gets thrown into the prison for a crime he never committed. But you know what Joseph does? He doesn't quit. He just keeps doing the right thing. He just keeps doing good things. He, he's in the prison. He's taking care of the prison. He's working hard. He, he's sweeping the floors. He's doing everything asked of him. He's serving the warden. And the next thing you know, Joseph finds himself second in charge of the prison. He, the warden says, listen, everything under my care, is just, is, is, I'm giving to you. You take care of it because Joseph just continued to do the right thing. And then Joseph interprets two men's dream. And these two men, he says, one of you going to live, one of you one is going to die. And he told the chief cupbearer, when you get restored back to your position, remember me. I'm not supposed to be down here anyways. Tell the king to get me out of here. And the Bible says that the chief cupbearer, he got back to his position like Joseph had the dream and told him it would happen. And the man forgot all about Joseph. And Joseph is still stuck in the prison, but he continues to do the right thing. He continues to honor God. You see, us preachers, if you're not familiar with this story, we love to preach this story. We love to talk about how Joseph went from the pit to the palace. It's good preaching. If, what's the key? He continued to do good in the midst of a trial. He kept making good decisions in the midst of adversity. It reminds me in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 13. It says, and as for you, brothers and sisters, never tire of doing what is good. Never tire. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. Never tire. You don't know how bad they're talking about me. Never tire. You don't know the pain that I'm enduring. Never tire of doing what is good. Don't stop doing good when you're in a trial. So many people do. They give up on themselves and start making poor decisions when they're in a trial. You know, people start overeating. Come on, that's one of my vices. Anybody else do that? You know, when you're tired and you're in a trial and you're going through trouble, who, who eats like me? I just eat. Help me, Lord. I get ice cream and cupcakes. Come on, then I go back for seconds. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about? Because I'm just depressed. I'm just saying you got to be careful that you don't start making foolish decisions when you're going through a trial. Some of you, listen, don't start overspending. Some of you are like, well, I'm, I'm going through trouble. I might as well go to the mall, go to get the credit card. <laughs> no! Stop! Don't start making foolish decisions because you're going through a trial. Don't start looking at pornography. Don't start being mean to people. You know, if you're like me, I can get a little irritable when I'm going through a trial. I get tired and irritable. And you know what happens when you get irritable? You take it out on the people that you love the most. And you just got to be careful that you don't start making bad decisions and poor decisions when you're going through adversity, when you're going through a trial. Listen, don't have an affair. Don't quit your job. Don't become addicted. Don't stop tithing. Don't hurt yourself. Be careful with your decisions. Don't grow weary. Galatians 6, 9 says, in well-doing, in doing good. Don't grow weary. Don't, don't, Don't give up. Don't quit on yourself with God if you can take it. You can, you can make it. 
after 47 days of being stranded at sea on a raft, Louis and Phil get captured by Japanese sailors, and they become prisoners of war. And as prisoners of war, Louis encounters a Japanese officer who does not like Louis, and he persecutes him. He beats him. He makes his life miserable while he was a prisoner of war. Louis went through excruciating pain and suffering. And here's what I want us to learn from Louis. There are some some powerful lessons we can learn. Here's what I want us to learn from Louis. Number two is this. Don't quit during trials. Don't quit during trials. The trials you are in serve a purpose. I'm going to say that again. The trials you are in serve a purpose. God will use every season of adversity to develop you if you will surrender to him. Listen to me. Trials can either strengthen you or weaken you. They can either develop you or paralyze you. They can either build you up or beat you down. They can either propel you forward or push you backwards. Your response will determine your reward. We all go through trials. We all go through adversity. And we all have an opportunity to respond in the right way. I want us to look at a powerful verse of Scripture in Romans chapter 5 and beginning in verse number 3. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Now, now that sounds a bit crazy, but rejoicing is the right response when we go through a trial. You say, how can someone rejoice when they're going through a trial? I'll tell you the only way, and that is when you surrender to God. You surrender your life. You surrender the trial. You surrender your problem to God. You can begin to rejoice. You say, how can someone rejoice? Notice what it goes on to say in verse 3. For we know that they help us develop endurance. How can someone rejoice during a trial? Because they know that God is developing something in them through the trial. And the first thing that God develops in us when we're going through a trial, the Bible says God develops endurance, or or that word would be perseverance. You see, when we respond in the right way to a trial, it develops this endurance in us. Trials can toughen you up where you learn to endure, you learn to persevere. When When the going gets tough, the tough get going, and they have a grit about them because God's developed something in them, and they're not giving up, they're not quitting, they learn to take a licking and to keep on ticking. I'm talking to somebody today that you can look back and say, God brought me through that, and if he brought me through that, he'll bring me through this. And you develop this endurance. You develop this perseverance. I'm telling you, trials serve a, trials serve a purpose in your life, and they can actually develop endurance and perseverance in you. It goes on to say in verse 4, and endurance develops strength of character. You see, trials develop character in us. God uses trials to sand off the rough edges in our life. And I can tell you, every time I've been through a trial and I've responded in the right way, God uses that trial to sand off another rough edge off my life. And I don't know about you, but I got a lot of rough edges. (laughs) Work on me, Jesus. 
And he always sands rough edges off my life when I go through a trial. I'm a better person every time I go through a trial. I always come out better than when I went in. It's amazing what God does in me and how he, the Bible says, how he develops character because that character is what's going to take us to where God, where, 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 to, to God's plan, his destiny for our life. He, so he develops this character so he can use us in a greater way. I'm always a better person through trials. He goes on to say this, notice this, and character, verse 4, strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Ca- character produces hope. This godly character produces hope. When we respond the right way in a trial, God always produces something good for us on the other side of the trial. And that, uh, what he produces is this hope, this hope that says on the other side of this trial, on the other side of this problem, on the other side of this adversity, God has something good for my life. There's hope. Verse 5 says this, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. That's for somebody today. You're going through a trial, and you think, I don't know what's on the other side of this. It can't be good. It must be disappointment. Oh, no, 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 no. When there's hope in God, your trust is in God, this hope will not lead to disappointment. God is faithful. Let me say it this way. God is always faithful. Don't grow weary in doing good at the proper times. In due season, you're going to reap a harvest. There's going to be a reward if you do not give up. Why? Notice what it goes on to say in verse 5. For we know how dearly God loves us. Don't you allow that trial to make you doubt how much God loves you. Listen to me, God loves you. You're going through a trial, but God loves you. You're going through difficulty, but God loves you. He dearly loves you. He's for you. It goes on to say, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And if you respond in the right way to trials, one day you're going to look back over your life and see all the progress that you've made, and you're going to be glad you did not quit. I'm telling you, you're going to look back. You're going through a trial. You're going through a problem. If you respond right, you're going to look back one day. You're going to be so glad you did not quit. Listen, you're already in pain. You're already hurt. You might as well get a reward for it. If you can take it, you can make it. Surrender to God because God is up to something. Number three is this. A third lesson we can learn from Louis is don't quit on people. Don't quit on people. I, I love how at the end of the movie, the words come up on the screen and say, because of Louis' faith in God, because he was motivated by his faith in God. It says this, he realized that the way forward was not revenge, but forgiveness. When we face trials in life, there's always a way forward. And there's also always a way backwards. There's always a way forward. And there's always a way backwards. The way backwards is to get bitter at people. The way forward is to get better with people. The way backwards is to hate people. The way forward is to love people. The way backwards is to believe the worst about people. The way forward is to believe the best about people. The way backwards is to become suspicious of everybody. The way forward is to trust again. The way backwards is to get revenge. The way forward is to forgive. 
The way backwards is to allow trials to drive you away from God. The way forward is to allow trials to push you closer to God. And I want to encourage you today. Don't allow that trial to push you away from your heavenly Father. He loves you. So many people, when they go through a trial, they stop praying. They, they slack off on their Bible reading time. They stop worshiping. They stop coming to church. I mean, they, they just allow the trial to push them away from God. Don't you do that. Don't you give up. You allow that trial to push you closer to your heavenly Father. You get closer to God. You read your Bible and pray more than you ever have before. I want to encourage you. Next week, get, get the first step class. You get the first step class and say, the devil and these trials are not going to drive me away from God. I'm going to get the first step. I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read my Bible. I dare somebody to give the devil a black eye and on May the 14th get baptized in water. Say, listen to what? I'm not going to get away from God. I'm going after God. I'm getting closer to God. I'm going to get baptized in water. I'm going to stand up for my faith. I'm going to honor God. I'm going to get closer to God. This trial will not drive me away from Jesus. It's going to drive me closer to Jesus. You're going through a trial. Don't you quit on yourself. Don't you quit because of a trial. Don't you quit on people. Don't you quit on God. Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 9. Do not grow weary. And a lot of people do. They go through a trial. They go through adversity. And they get weary. Do not grow weary in doing good. Don't you grow weary in doing good. You keep doing the right thing. You keep praying. You keep loving God. You keep honoring God. Don't you grow weary in doing good. For at the proper time, there's always a proper time. There's always a due season on God's calendar. Don't grow weary in doing good because in due season, at the proper time, you will reap a harvest. There's a reward on the other side of that trial. You're going to reap a harvest if you do not give up. Don't you give up. With God, you can take it and you can make it.